Pesach, Huzman Cherutenu. Pesach, of course, is a time of freedom, right? Actually, it's interesting. That's not from the Chumash. It doesn't call it freedom. It's from our, our Machzer. Right? In our Siddur, we call it the time of freedom, of Cherut. But Pesach is, is a time of freedom. It's also compared to engagement, right? Where we get married on Shavuos and we're getting engaged on Pesach. It's our time of freedom on a national level. But we got to go deeper. Zeomer, Shekadosh Baruch Hu potech bashamayim et sha'arei achirut. On Pesach, the gates of freedom open up. Shalom Aleichem. Come in, come in, one second. Come in, come in please, it's open. Shalom, Shalom, hey. Thank you so much. You are? I'm a Kalman. Kalman? Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm in the middle of a Zoom shear. Yeah, it doesn't matter to me. So I'm gonna keep teaching, but you do, do you. Thank you so much. Uh, Rishlomo and Pesach. Rishlomo and Pesach. Well, we'll do it loud so you can listen in. <laughs> well, the wild world of Zoom, eh? The wild world of Zoom. <laughs> Wild and crazy. Okay, Bezrat Hashem. So Pesach is a time of freedom. Okay, don't forget on the night of Pesach to daven to Hashem that you should feel freedom. Because you can learn about this all day and all night, but if we don't dive into Kaddish Baruch that He gives us the gift of freedom, then we won't feel it. It's the same thing on Sukkot. If you don't dive in for Simcha, you don't get it. It's like, He wants to give it to you, but you got to ask. Okay, so if you get nothing else out of this year, just remember that. You got to dive down the inner freedom. Okay, sounds good? Good. The first night, which is the night of Avram Avinu, is when it's like the source, it's like the, the center when it all comes down. It's like Shabbos is the Makur of Bracha. So Pesach is a Makur of Chirut for your whole year. And the first night, the first time, that's always like the, the, the main time. You could do it in the day afterwards too, but it, the, it, the main thing is at the end of your Shemana scream to Hashem and say, I need freedom. I have to find out what freedom is. Ah, so you're saying at Chatzot we need to daven it down. Sounds good. On the night of the Seder, at Chatzot, daven down some more freedom. That's the moment. That's the moment. I hear, I hear ya. All right, so daven twice. Sounds good. I'm down. I accept. Anyways, Gavat. So, all the gates of freedom are opening up. We all know that this world is a vessel for all the next worlds, right? This is a tiny little world, but it's opening up everything that we do here, right? I make a little bracha on my candy, on my apple. It's opening up worlds in the heavenly worlds, explain the Hasidim and the Kabbalists. So, Shlomo says, it's true. If we feel even a little spark of freedom, right? of inner freedom, of I'm free of my bad habits, I'm free to be the real me. Nothing's going to hold me back. That means that something big's happening in the heaven. So you don't need to feel like, oh, I've completely transformed. As long as you feel a little something, then big things are happening in the heavens. Don't worry. 
Palela Seder. The, the gates of freedom are completely open on the night of Seder. But the truth is, the whole month of Nisan is a month of freedom. Okay? Now, w- let me ask you guys, why? Why, it's very nice for someone to say this, but how, what would be a proof? Why would the whole month be a month of freedom and not just Pesach itself? Give me a source from Chumash. Give me a source from Chazal. What do you guys think? What happened in Nisan that I would think that the whole month is special, not just the day of Pesach? Yafet. So first of all, the first mitzvah given to us on the Torah is a Chodesh. The first mitzvah given to the Jewish people was about Chodesh Nisan. This month is special. Okay? There were rebbe's that would every day make a Sudas mitzvah, and they would always wear their yantiv strimo every day of Chodesh Nisan. And we do this by by um, by not saying tachanan. That's our version of a strimo, <laughs> right? It's right. chaval. I'm getting married in Nisan because anyway, there's no tachanan. So what's the point of getting married? Stump. But um, but um, anyway, so the whole month had this energy of chitchatzis. Right? Absolutely. That's one, one source. Give me another source of why the whole month of Nisan is special. Correct. Correct. Every, the first 12 days of uh, Nisan, we read the Korba, the, the, you know, the, whole, the whole thing, the whole shebang. You don't have to do it, but there's a cousin to do it at the end of, uh, at the ad- end of davening. It's, it's uh, the laning from Hanukkah. I know because my brother is for Parsha, Parsha is also. And that's because in the beginning of, in the beginning of uh, Nisan, we dedicated the, the Mizbeach and the, of the Mishkan. So each day had this power. Gewalt, that's a great second source. Let's see if we can do two more, and then we'll get back to our shlomo. From the Chumash or from the Gemara? All right, I'll give it away. So there's a famous Maimer Chazal, now you'll kick yourself, that says in the Gemara, I believe it's Rosh Hashanah, Benisan Nigalu, Ubenisan Atidin Lehigael. It doesn't say Bepesach. It says Benisan. In Nisan we redeemed, and in Nisan, we're going to be redeemed. There's something in the air. There's something. Yes, I said from Chazal. The Gemara accounts. What's the source exactly? I'm trying to remember. I think it's uh, in Rosh Hashanah. Yeah, Rosh Hashanah. Gemara in Rosh Hashanah, Daf Yud Aleph. Says that in Nisan is a, is a month of redemption. National redemption, that's when we got redeemed. And personal redemption. But that's the month when Mashiach is supposed to come. So go get your Mashiach hat out. Bezrat Hashem. This is the time. This is the time. Okay? Which makes sense. Because as we all know that if we got redeemed in, uh, from Egypt on Pesach, in the month of Nisan, it must be it was built into the fabric of the universe. That Nisan is a time of freedom. Okay? Makes sense? 
And finally, there's a, there, there, there's a Gemara in Rosh Hashanah, I believe also, which talks about the two possible times when the world was created. Now we Paskin generally like Rosh Hashanah, Tishrei. But there's another opinion. What's the other opinion? When was the world created? Nisan. Exactly. Nisan. So it's a, wor- it's a time when the world is created, possibly, or in some way it was created for sure, whether in thought or in action. And uh, it's a time of, of redemption on many, many levels. So we know this from the Chomesh and we know this from the Gemara. It's a time of freedom. Now, where Shlomo is going to go, though, hopefully we'll have time to explore it, is we see this also in a different source. Not a source in the books, but in the source of the universe. That this is the time of freedom. This is the time of redemption. We'll get there. Be'ezvat Hashem. So let's go back into the Sefer. Anachnu mistaklim We look around us. You go outside, and it's again Ashkara Pratas that we're reading this today. The world goes free in Chodesh Nisan, right? The weather was amazing today. You just saw Amisral out there, and just you just couldn't not be outside. It was so gorgeous, and you're like, ah, oh, spring is here. Spring is coming, and we got a taste of what's to come. Before Hashem confuses again and gives us a rainstorm on Thursday and Friday. But the point is, you feel the freedom. You feel it when you go out to nature. I was in the Golan earlier this week. I was actually yesterday in uh, Nazareth, up north. And it was, it was beautiful. It's gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. On Mount Prespice. Craziness. You feel the freedom. See the, see the mustard flowers. The seeds the whole winter were crying. They say, when can we come out? They come out, says their Shlomo. They're jumping out. Everything is starting to blossom. Right? On a halachic level, what's the, the bracha that we can only make in Chodesh Nisan? You guys familiar with what I'm talking about? Something on the trees, no? Yeah, the blessing on the trees. When the trees start sprouting so beautifully. And if you guys need advice, I can, get, I can direct you to some nice places in Yerushalayim where you could do this bracha properly. It's a nice uh, place in Beersheba Street in Nachlaot, for example. Um, actually, I usually do a little like uh, singing and we do a whole mitzvah tanz. Um, but yeah, so this is a month when we celebrate nature. Details, details, indeed, indeed. It's like the week after I get married, so we'll figure it out. I might do a little smaller scale this week, this year, but we'll definitely do something. We will, we will do something. Dina will come. It'll be great. Anyways, Hayav Sherlock I could have thought, Why do we leave Egypt in the spring? Well, God's like, well, it's very nice outside. I'll give them good weather. That way, when they're on their teul after Yom Suf, it'll be nice. They won't have to take a jacket, you know? But you know, it's actually the opposite. Because God knew we were going to leave Egypt. And that's why everything goes free in this month. God built into creation that this is the, the time of beautiful blossoming because he knew that the Jewish people were going to leave Egypt. 
you see the Fuch that Hasidus does with us? God knew that we're going to leave Egypt, and so he made the world beautiful. He made the world go free. Kol etz, kol perach, kol esav. Every flower, every tree, every blade of grass is screaming to you. He's saying, Dano! He's saying, Eli, go free. This is the time to go free. All right? Don't wait. Don't wait. This is the time to connect to our neshamot and to be our true selves. Okay? Atem zochrim ha'shalamanu. Now, you remember what we learned? We learned he, he's referring to uh, his book on Sukkis. There's a voice in the universe that says, Let us make man. And there's a voice inside of our soul, inside of our brain that says, ah, There should be no man. All the time, there's voices inside our head fighting each other. There's a voice inside of us that wants to destroy us. Man's not good. Better that we wouldn't have been born. He wants to get us depressed. It's not a, a voice of hatred. It's a prosecutor. There's something inside of us that doesn't want to let us sprout. Doesn't want life to go forth. There's something inside of the world, inside of us, that doesn't want the world to sprout. That's why winter comes into the world. God puts that negative voice into a particular time. And then, suddenly, the voice comes back into the universe and says, let there be man. And, pes- and springtime comes and Pesach comes. Okay? So, Gevats. It's a very, very, very special time. A special time of growth. A special time of freedom. Before we go on to the next uh, very related article about spring and winter and why God does that, I want to ask you on a, on a quick question. What does that mean to you to go free on a personal level, not on a national level? What does it mean? What are you davening for? What are you trying to hope for when you're thinking about going free this Chodesh Nisan? Any thoughts? The negative thoughts, the negative Yitzhahara is negative Machshavot. Yafet. Beautiful. Shem should bless you to go free of it. Mama Shem should bless all of us to go free of it. Any other ideas coming into our consciousness? Financial freedom. Absolutely. Parnasa. Finding your. Shema has a whole article, right? All about finding your Makor HaParnasa in, uh, in the Schuss of the Matzah. Maybe another day we'll get into that. But beautiful. We should all be zoyche. Larry, you have any uh, freedoms that you want to put out there? Freedom. Whatever's keeping you back, you know? But what's keeping you back? Not to get too personal. Oh, um, One thing.
you know, uh, hiding behind a mask or something and maybe putting that mask aside and... Putting the mask aside and, and going into Pesach. Beautiful. Wow. Bezrat Hashem. Bezrat Hashem. You like the painting? <laughs> Thanks. Oh, that's rough. I'm connected to Larry. It's okay. Beautiful. Beautiful. All right, Kevin. All right, Kevin. We're gonna keep going. That was a beautiful commercial break. Shulam Ariel. Great to see you. Great to see you. All right, Weiser, Weiser, Weiser. Um, this is a very powerful article. It's a little longer than Roshomo normally goes, but it's really, really strong, strong stuff. So let's see what he has to say. What does it mean, um, winter and summer? You know, in the Torah, there is no spring and, and fall. It's either winter or summer. Those are the only things mentioned in the Chumash. According to the Torah, this is the second time of the year. There's winter and there's the beginning of summer, which is called spring. That's it. So this is the beginning. Chodesh Nisan is the beginning of it all. Why does God build in winter? It's so cold and annoying. Why do the trees stop making fruits in the winter? You know why? Because they gave up. Nature said, whatever. It's cold outside. And the trees say, I can't do it. I got no chance. The tree shines a little bit. It tries to get to the, to the tree. The tree's like, what do you want, son? You're all the way up there. I'm down here. Let me be. Forget about it. You know, you also need wind to grow. The wind's blowing. The tree says, Ah, really? You came so far. Why are you blowing here? Go back to where you came from. Don't bother me. Let me be. My kites, what's the summer? Pito Mashu Koreva Timarin, suddenly the trees say, Lo, Lo Nikesh, I'm not giving up. Lo Narim Yadaim, I won't give up. I let my love shine bright. Uberega Shem Achlitim Lavsik Ime Yeush, and when they stop giving up, when they stop with their Yeish, Kola Teva Mitchadesh, and then suddenly everything sprouts. Everything starts blooming again. The world is full of new life. So many beautiful fruits. There's going to be a day when God's going to bring the dead back to life. When will that happen? We read about it in the Haftorah of a particular holiday. Which holiday? Hint, hint. It's coming up soon. Pesach, that's right, go Gamago. Pesach. Pesach is when the dead are going to come back to life. Because in the winter, we're almost, this, nature's almost dead. But every year in Pesach, the dead come back to life. 
You look outside and the world is sprouting again. You know what death is by us? Every time we give up, that is death. And then we're in the level of winter. When we don't give up, then we're on the level of summer. If you're, if you're deep enough, if you're concentrating, when you go outside on a nice, beautiful day tomorrow, you can feel the energy of Tchiyatamekim. Because nature didn't give up. And it's a reminder to us. It's telling us there are things in your life that you gave up on. There's something in your life where you said it was too hard. And Hashem's giving you another chance. I'll tell you, I, 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 for me personally... I was, I had a Isairus tonight. I uh, a little bit have given up on an avoida which I've been working on called eating, not overeating uh, at dinner. It's a very, very tough avoida. And um, I had a Harusa with my friend today between Mincha and and I had an awakening. I was like, no, I don't care if the last three nights I messed up. Tonight, I'm starting again. I'm not giving up. I don't care how many times I've failed. Even if I fail tonight, I'm going to get up again and start tomorrow. But hopefully I won't fail tonight. You guys will send me a WhatsApp reminder. Don't, don't, don't do it. Don't eat that extra cheerio. Okay, so there's something in the air where Hashem's giving us a second chance. And not giving up equals spring. And giving up equals death. Equals winter. You get the, the Rishonal equation so far? We're good? Okay. Weiser. Onward. At, okay. You know what's going to happen when the dead come back to life? God's going to show us that there's no such thing as death. We thought we were dead. We weren't dead. Death does not come from God because God lives on forever and our soul is part of God. So we don't die. What dies? Our bodies. Us. But if we truly believed in life, in God, in our soul, we would never die. We give up. Tchiyat is not going to be like some witch doctor which whispers, wake up, and then we wake up. Oh, like the zombies. After the resuscitation of the dead, life will be different. It's going to be a life without death. Now there's death. Because we give up. We, we give up. We don't truly believe in life. If we truly believed in life, we wouldn't die. By the way, what's a good mucker, a good source to say that really when we we're not going to die anymore. What was the original plan for mankind? What was supposed to happen to us? Never die. We weren't supposed to die. On the day that we ate the fruit, we, we died. In fact, Rishomo explains that you know what was really the, the, the thing that, got, that killed us? It wasn't so much that we sinned, but it was that we gave up, we blamed each other. We, we didn't come back to Hashem and say, oh, I messed up, I did tshuva, I'm sorry. As long as you haven't given up, 
then there's still hope. But as soon as we, we denied it, we gave up on our soul, we gave up on life, so automatically we were, we were kicked out. But when we start blaming each other and start believing in ourselves and believing in each other, so once again we go back to the Garden of Eden and we right, once again can tap into that energy of never dying. And he, amazing, he says we're, never, we're not going to die after the Chet Meitim. In a whole different world. Now he's going on to a related topic. The whole winter, the, the, the plants don't speak to each other. I don't want to deal with you. He says the tulip to the, to the, I don't know, the handle line. Listen, are we brothers? Get out of here. I don't believe in these things. Nothing's gonna come from you. Nothing's gonna come from me. Let's let's stay, let's you do your thing and I'll do my thing. And then the plants start loving each other again. They send branches to each other. They make um, leaves. They get close to each other. People who've given up, they don't want to deal with you. You know, when two people who have given up on the joy of life are sitting next to each other, you think they love each other? They're disgusted with each other. When two people get together and speak Lashon Hara about a third person, you think they love each other? But in their heart they say, How disgusting is that person who's telling me Lashon Hara? How can he speak that way about other people? I'm only speaking badly because I'm around him. What can I do? Second one also says, I'm far from this lowliness. I never speak Lashon Hara. But when I'm around other people like that, I get drawn into it. Shom was saying that deep inside, nobody wants to speak badly about the other person. And we all are disgusted by it intuitively. We know deep inside, we just do it out of habit, out of, out of lack of effort, out of laziness. Nobody wants to, nobody actually thinks it's good to be depressed. I'll tell you a true story that happened to me yesterday. I was on my uh, tour group, and I'll be honest, I love everyone in my tour group, Jews, Christians, Arabs, I like them all. There's two guys that are just, they happen to both be Jews, they're just negative energy. And they were both sitting right next to me. They came and sat next to me, believe me. And I, they're, they're on, on both sides. And I'm like my happy self, like singing and like being silly. And they're like, everything I do is like wrong. And the entire day, I was, it, was, it was torture. And then at the end of it, I like, I, I drop coins. I do that sometimes, I'm a little messy. And, um, and some, you know, the other clever like found my money, they gave it back to me, it was cute. And this guy, the negative guy, is just like, Kalman, Stop losing things. Why are you always losing things? And he said like out loud in front of everyone. It was really nuts. And I was just like, actually, I'm mamash mamash. 
I really, really just want joy in my life. I don't really care if I lose a thousand coins, but if I'm smiling, I'm happy. So please, could you stop bringing the negative energy into my life right now? I really just told him that straight. And he was just like, I thought to do. He's just like, you're at it. <laughs> totally. He totally was like, he can't help himself. But he knows deep inside that it's really annoying and bad to be spreading his negative energy outside in the universe. Everyone knows it. He knows it too. And so when I gave him a little muster, a little muster with love, he took it. He's deep inside bringing negative energy and not, it, it, it's, a, it's a form of laziness. It's a form of giving up on, on life. It's a form of just, I don't, I don't want to bother. I, I'm not blaming people. I'm just telling you that's, that's the reality. I do it myself sometimes. I just want to bother, so I don't care, so I give up. Right? We all do it. We all do it. But Exactly. He's not happy with himself and he's projecting it upon me. Which is why next tour, I'm going to sit with my other friends. So he can't sit next to me all the time. Anyways, the, the point is... Um, good, what's the news? Hi, Joel. I'm rich. You're always welcome to donate to the Simcha Center. Shkaya. That's why I leave my stuff all over the place so other people can benefit. Either they'll take it and they'll enjoy it or they'll give it back to me and they get a mitzvah. That's, you know, either way, it's a win-win. Anyways, the point is, the point is the following. That Shlomo says winter equals giving up. And of course, this is, by the way, classic of Shlomo. He always first talks about our Ben Adam Lamakom, our relationship with the Kaddish Baruch Hu, And then afterwards graduates to talk about Ben Adam Lachavero, like how we treat each other. He'll never only talk about our relationship with God, always our relationship with God and how we treat each other. It's always interconnected. So spring now is the time when we're going to start opening up the gates to really getting close to each other, if we take the opportunity. Okay? But people that haven't given up, that are yearning for holiness, when they speak to each other, they truly get close to each other. Pesach, Chassidus talks a lot about this, is Pesach. The mouth opens. This is the time of the year when we can start opening our mouths again. People begin to speak to each other again. And people begin to speak to a Kaddish Baruch Hu again. This is the time to really open up our mouth. We don't speak to each other in the winter. Remember, we're wearing a mask all winter. We don't want to talk to each other. We're doing our own world. When this new holiness comes down to this, the world, we speak to each other. Okay, so, so far, it is an awesome pump-up speech for kites, for the spring. But you're going to ask me, but wait a second, what about the other four months of the year? Does that mean I'm supposed to go into the depression as soon as uh, Hanukkah hits? Like, what are we supposed to do with the winters of life? So let's jump into that real quick. But what about the winter? It's not so simple. 
מאפני שטח זה נראה כאילו הכל מת, looks like everything's dead, הכל מתייאש, everything's given up. אבל מתחת לפי השטח, but under the surface, תדעו לכם. לפעמים אתה פוגש מישהו שירים ידיים, you know, sometimes you meet someone they give up. אבל בתוך תוכו ליבו הוא בוכה, but inside he's crying, הוא זועק, he's screaming, הוא רק מחפש מישהו שיגיד לו, he just wants someone to tell him, אל תרים ידיים, don't give up. הוא מתחנן, אנא בבקשה, please, תגיד לי שלא אתייאש, tell me not to give up. I'm saying I don't want to give up because I need you to encourage me, but nobody really has given up if he's still alive. If he's still alive, it means he hasn't yet given up. It means deep inside he just wants you to encourage them to get up again. I'll tell you a story. I have, I have to stop with the Shlomo story. Um, so first of all, I'll tell you a personal story, and I'll tell you my inspiration for it. So I, I was meeting, I met with a kid, You don't know him, don't worry. And um, he had suicidal tendencies. And he was basically explaining to me how, every, how he hated life and wanted to end it. And how everything's terrible. And I had like an hour conversation with him. And every argument I met it, made to him, he just counted with why I'm wrong. Um, at the end of it, I said... Well, maybe you should just start running because, you know, I'm a big fan of running every day to, to be healthy and happy. And soon afterwards, even though none of my arguments he accepted, but he said, oh, that's a great idea. Let's go running. And still to this day, like he asks me all the time, let's go running. And he tries to go running with me and he's doing a lot better. So what, what happened there? Did he... He, he didn't have an argument. It was just, he just needed someone to offer to do something fun with him. And he was just making all the excuses in the world because basically what he was trying to do is get friendship and get somebody to encourage him. Right? Because if he's still alive, it means he hasn't yet given up. Nobody really has given up, but we all make excuses. And my inspiration for doing that was, of course, Roshul Makrava. There's a beautiful story in uh, Holy Brother where there's a boy who was going to join a cult in the 60s and he'd given up on everything. And Rav Shlomo calls him up and says, please, let's meet. And the guy says, absolutely not. And it was the coldest day of the year. And Rav Shlomo goes to the, uh, the freezing cold phone booth and he says, I'm going to go there until you come and meet with me. You can't let me die. And he waits there in the freezing cold and the coldest day of the year in New York for like an hour until finally the guy comes out and they sit and they have coffee. And the guy ends up going to a Balchubi Yeshiva instead of joining the, the suicidal cult. But that was my inspiration because I, I, it, Rav Shloma just didn't give up on the boy. And because he believed in him, he was able to bring out, he was bring out, able to help him grow. So Hashem should bless us to do that, to, to believe in each other and to, 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 to know that Deep inside, it might look like people have given up on life, but if they're still here, they haven't given up on life. And we, we need to just be their coach and be their friend to help them get there. Okay? Bezrat Hashem. And sometimes that's the same thing with ourselves. It seems like we've given up, but really, we just need to keep pushing ourselves. Okay. Sometimes you meet someone and they scream at you. It's like that guy. 
הם כועסים, אבל הם לא יודעים לומר מה שהם באמת מתכוונים. מה שהם מתכוונים, they're screaming, but you know what they're really mean? האם תוכל לבקשת לעזור לי להוציא את הכעס מליבי? Can you get the anger out of my heart? I have all this anger. I want to be happy like you. Why are you singing all the time and I'm all grumpy? Help me be joyous. You know what I'm saying? Like literally this happened the other day. I was sitting next to that guy and I'm like studying and studying and he's like being all depressed. And I'm like, uh, do you want to study together? And he's like, he wouldn't admit it, but I was like, yeah, I just wanted you to, you to ask. I was too shy to ask. And we had like a study session and it was great. Anyways, our time is running out. Bezrat Hashem. We will continue very, very soon to continue the teachings of Rosh Shlomo on, uh, on Pesach and on and, and Nisan. But uh, tomorrow night, I think Shammai is going to be teaching a special shir. And you're all very welcome to the Shabbat Chatan uh, details on the WhatsApp group. And a lot of singing and davening. And uh, Hashem should bless you guys when you go out tomorrow and tonight and see the beautiful weather to remind yourself that it's Hashem speaking to you and reminding you and me to not give up and to reassess our lives and ask ourselves, what have I given up on? And what can I start taking, you know, when I'm doing my Cheshba Nefesh tonight, what can I really start working on again? Hashem is giving me this new opportunity in Chodesh Nisan to really uh, start again. So let's not miss out on the opportunity. Also, if, thank you, I want to thank every one of you guys for coming. I really, really appreciate it. It's been a blast. And we'll continue to learn Torah together for many, many years. Have a beautiful night. Bezrat Hashem.